With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Guys, make sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It massively helps us out. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pitch Side. We're here, we're back. Um... Has it been, it's not been a hiatus for us, but we've actually been we've been on holiday. We have been away. Week. You've been skiing. Yeah. I've been in Dubai. It's been two weeks since we last filmed. Yeah, so for us it's been a holiday, but for people watching, it's been absolutely regular. And today, we are very lucky to have another podcast owner, mm-hmm. um, Mrs. Els the Witch. Yeah, I've come repping today, I was just saying. Yeah. That, is, that is really... Where do you get that from? Is that, if for people who are listening... City till I die. Oh, it's a it's city. A, it's a man city man pendant. Man city, yeah. Pe- a, yeah, pendant, good. I watched, I watched Parts of the Caribbean the other day, oh, so okay. I, I'm really into my pendants So I don't... I never liked Parts of the Caribbean. Oh, for fuck. Shall I leave now? What a, that, how can you not like... I'm sorry, but Parts of the Caribbean. I, to be fair, the I series. Kind of, I know it's a football podcast, but... I, bloody I understand a little bit. I think it was overrated. Yeah... I mean, it's good, but I mean, how many have they done now? Like 14? Five. Maybe four. It stopped being good when Bill Nye wasn't, uh, what's the word? Um, the, David he, Jones. He is in, David the, Jones. He's, he's in like every single one. Who, David Jones? Yeah. Is he? I don't know. Anyways. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, no, I watched it out in Dubai and I was like, I've missed Parts of Caribbean. I forgot how, how good it is. How have we given that so much airtime? I don't know. All right. Well, anyways, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so um, how's life? It's good. Been busy. I've you been are up. super busy. Yeah. yeah. I try. I like being busy, though. Because okay. people are like, are oh, you not too busy? No, I like it. And I just started uh, working at Man City, doing the Match Day Live stuff. They've Dream got- job? Dream job, and they've got me doing fun stuff. Like I was on a kids inflatable course, oh. which was at like 8.30 in the morning before, oh. before like the Manchester Chelsea City game the other week. Blue Peter. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. Love that. Printed my own shirt in the store as well. Oh. And then I get to go pitch side and chat. Hey! People. Pitch side. So I did there. Did that on purpose. <laughs> so are you a lifelong City fan then? Not lifelong. So I'm a... This, I'm an, and people in the comments are going to come for me. So I'm originally from Norwich. Oh, so when City won the league? No, just left. That's <laughs> <laughs> too see, easy. See it's too easy. See the agenda. Right, so I'm from Norwich, but I never supported Norwich. Both my parents are season ticket holders. Oh, that's cool. When I was younger, my dad used to take me to Norwich games, and I would stand up when the opposition, like, the opposition scored, just oh, to really? invite him. <laughs> uh, he'd get really annoyed, and he eventually just stopped inviting me to the games. But when I was probably at eight or nine, I because I'm from Suffolk, obviously I say Norwich, but like technically it's Suffolk, I used to do Ipswich Town football training, but I was the only girl... And none of the boys would pass me the ball. So I got really annoyed and just like started pinching everyone. And then <laughs> I got sent off. And that's kind of where my career she got ended. red carded age like eight. Yeah, because like, I got annoyed. I don't not pass to me because I'm a girl. So I just started pinching people and then got sent off. So I quit. Um, and then I've just been interested in football. Like some of my friends used to play it. My dad's always been really into it. And then I lived in Manchester for four years mm. when I went to university. And my area was sort of, 
it was east, south, east Manchester, and around that area, all the pubs were just Man City yeah, fans. Yeah. They were literally like, if you're United, don't come in the pub. So I was like, okay, I'll just adopt Man City then. And that's where it took off. I suppose you sort of had no choice, really, isn't it? Like, you can't... I know, like, pubs Pub in Manchester, culture. yeah. Like, if yeah. you if you wear, like, a United shirt in, like, a Man City pub, like, it's actually, like, dangerous. It's very bad. It yeah. is geared out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, remember when Spencer said about... Um, when he went, went with to, Poet. He went to some pub in, like, Russia or something, wasn't it? No. Was it? No, oh, it was, it was the Arsenal it was, one. Yeah, it, was it was Arsenal. It was in Manchester. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was like before of his stories. No, yeah, you literally have merged two of his stories. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. He was he's was saying that him and Poet went into uh, a Man United pub or Man City pub before oh. the, the uh, before the Manchester derby, and they came in and they were like, "If you're Man City." will break your legs or something like that. But and then out. he was like, oh, we're Arsenal fans. So, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like Arsenal just weren't a rival. For one day only, yeah, not our rival. <laughs> but um, yeah, so how did, how did the uh, Manchester City presenter stuff job? come about? Yeah. It was quite recent, actually. So I have been presenting for the Premier League for a show called Uncut that they yeah. do on their YouTube for about two seasons now, so two years. And then... I started doing Match of the JX for BBC Sport. So I've been gradually sort of moving into the, fo- the football space. And probably about three or four months ago, they just got in contact via email. Oh, they asked you? Uh, yeah, they asked me. That's and really I, cool. I was getting to a point where I was like, I think I was, they don't like me. Yeah. I've been talking <laughs> about it. Yeah. Because uh, to you, like I was, I always used to say like, I don't support a team. I want to be like- Impartial. Impartial, yeah, that's yeah. the word. And my friend was like, it, you know, it's so much more fun when you support a team. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll go Man City, obviously, as what I said earlier, because of my, the area I used to live in. So since I've adopted them, when I've been on TV or like on podcasts like this, for example, I would, I would mention City. And I was like, they've not invited me to a game. They've not even, <laughs> they don't like any of my stuff. So I was thinking they hate me. And then they emailed and they were like, we want you to come up and do yeah. a few shows They for don't us. hate yeah, me. Do. And I literally said, my manager rang me, I was like, oh my God, they don't hate me. I yeah. they um, so yeah, and then I started at the beginning of December. I did two games and then I was supposed to do a few games over Christmas, but because of yeah. life, they had Basically. to allow allow it. They're quite, they're quite um, open, open-minded to sort well, of like I, the progression of... Uh, like new age media aren't oh they? City are by far like Arsenal in pretty the good lead. With it. City are City are by far good City were the first ones I think to work with like YouTubers Face Clan yeah, yeah they've, got they've, got they've got an esports team yeah, yeah. one thing I've been blown away with by City is their whole business operation is incredible so I went for it wasn't through for Man City it was for the Premier League for this press day where I was um, interviewing Jack Grealish and the whole day was like a military operation like they really? everyone knows where they need to be in exactly mm. what time and it's just so smooth and you can tell that they're very forward thinking particularly with with the esports stuff with the women's game yeah. getting someone like me who does online stuff to come up yeah who's not necessarily from like i don't sound like i'm from manchester i'm yeah. from the south but obviously i lived there for four years um and i've been so welcomed by all of the city fans when i was there the other week for the chelsea game actually one of the like diehard fans came up to me. I was in the fan zone, and you can tell like he's a proper Manchester <laughs> Manchester guy. Like he had all the badges on, through and through Man City, through and through Man City fan. He came up to me and he was just like, "I just wanted to say your first two games you've done really well. He's oh, like, you've got big shoes to fill, good. but you've done really well." And that just validated it completely for me because yeah. I was like, "If there's like." The one type of fan I want to please it's the diehard yeah, yeah, Man 100%. City fans and yeah I was so happy with that that must have been so reassuring as well like it's, it, could, it could have easily gone like the other way like all you need is like one Man City fan to just 
be stuck in their old ways. Mm-hmm. And they who's just, this girl? She's not yeah, even literally. from Manchester. None of the city, every single City fan has been really positive oh, to me. Brilliant. But obviously then online you get all, all the people who aren't Man City fans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. Just block out the noise really. It's fine because we're going to win the league. So, you know. I mean, we oh, can't so, really yeah, argue yeah. that. Like, <laughs> Again. Factually correct at this point. Really, um, obviously you, you're doing a lot of presenting work. Um, how, what did you do at uni? Like, how did you even come into this role? Did you study media at uni? No, so I did management, IT and business. Wow. Uh, so my degree was in IT basically yeah. more or less and then I did four years because the third year was a year in industry where you go and work yeah, for yeah, a company yeah. and I was applying I applied for Microsoft to do that one because obviously they're like really good at IT yeah. and then I noticed uh, Adidas had an opening for an IT role and I was like well I love sport and I've always loved Adidas so I applied for it I got both jobs but I went for the Adidas one just because yeah. it was near it was near Manchester actually and I was like okay cool and then I jumped yeah. to leave and fall out like not fall out of touch with my friends but they yeah. were all yeah, still yeah. at uni I wanted to be with them so I stayed I worked at Man uh, I worked at Adidas for a year near Manchester doing their database programming which was really fun <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so my background's IT and then when I graduated I worked for IBM so I was doing project management for them our clients were banks and then I just got bored I think I just realized that it wasn't what I wanted to do yeah and I didn't know what I wanted to do and I used to say to my mom I was like I, I don't know what it is but I just know that I I got something to say and I didn't know what it was <laughs> so I, I quit my job with no plan I'd saved really? money. Really? That's quite, quite yeah. ballsy. So I, I'd saved money because I knew that it's expensive to live in London and I didn't want to just quit and not have anything to fall back on. My worst fear is failing and I was very scared that I was going to fail. But then sort of like four months after I'd, I'd quit my job, I decided to start a YouTube channel because I love gaming. And that's originally what I started doing. I loved gaming, so I started the YouTube channel and I've been very sort of vocal uh, over my journey so this was sort of just over three years ago about the fact that I've always loved sport and I've been really brought up around football and sort of that culture but I'm not like an encyclopedia of football knowledge mm, yeah. and over the past two three years since I've been working within football I've learned a lot about it and I've really fallen in love with the sport yeah. so yeah it's just a journey and I'm really enjoying it so far I forgot what your original question was honestly so what, what did you do at uni but yeah that, yeah that was hey, sorry my life story yeah okay. so, um, <laughs> In terms of presenting, it's not always been uh, the, My plan. Yeah, the plan, no. the end goal. I did the FIFA E-World Cup in 2018 uh, at the O2. And yes. I got asked to do it. And it was 60 seconds on stage. And I saw, I said to my manager, I'd never done presenting on stage at all. All I'd done at this point was I had a radio show. So I used to, it was kind of more or less a podcast, but on yeah. the radio. So I was good at talking, but never having an earpiece in on stage at the O2 on Sky Sports with how the many people watching. And my manager was like, look, you can either tell them that you don't want to do it because you're not experienced or you can pretend like you know what you're doing yeah, and just yeah. do it anyway. Fake and he's like, too, yeah, he's like, I believe you can do it. So yeah. just go for it. So I did it. I was so nervous. I was backstage staring at a wall, just oh rehearsing God. my lines over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, and if anyone said anything to me, it would throw me off. So I was just literally like staring at a wall. I did it. It went really well. And then there was someone in the audience who was working on the Premier League show Uncut, mm. which I mentioned earlier. Uh, and then two days later, they emailed and were like, we want you to come down and do a screen test. So I went, did it. Obviously, I said to them, I was like, I, I don't know if I know enough about football to do this. They were like, look, it's about you as a person yeah. and what you're like on camera and how you communicate with people. Um, so they gave me the job and it went from there, really. Did the uh, Premier League 
job give access to the MTX job then? Yeah, so, so I think they links. must have seen me right. on the Premier League and then five or six months later, then they asked me if I wanted to have a meeting and then start on the show for that. So I did one shoot with Ben Chilwell at Leicester at the time. And then a month later, we went into lockdown. So then oh, it was no. like nine months later, where we reconvened the show and carried on. But yeah. How did, how did lockdown affect you in terms of like work and presenting jobs? Did it affect you at all really or not? I always, and I always feel really bad saying it because I know lockdown affected a lot, lot of people negatively. But because everyone was at home mm. gaming and my YouTube channel is a lot of video games yeah. and I had more spare time, I really committed to doing the YouTube. And about a month before, or actually a few weeks before even lockdown, I'd done the Sidemen Tinder video and then the clip of Stephen Tries calling me Pancakeass yeah. went viral. So my, <laughs> my YouTube channel was lifted, like my subscribers went up loads. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to just focus on this for the next sort of three or four months, which I did. Um, and that worked really well. Like I hit hundred thousand subscribers and I was, that was one of my milestones for the, that year. And then alongside of that, I did things like e-soccer aid and I was carrying on the presenting, but it was obviously all in my flat yeah. via zoom. Yeah, yeah. So I was still able to carry it over. And then when we came, I, I, we're not even out of lockdown. Like we not come really. in and out of lockdown, yeah. don't we? But I've done loads of stuff in between that. Um, so I definitely noticed when we came out sort of the other end, even of the first or the second lockdown, I would be walking and people were like, oh, Els, like I, yeah. I watch your YouTube or oh, I watch quality. your videos. And I was like, okay, this is weird because yeah. I've gone from being in my flat because I live by myself to coming out the other side and people yeah. like knowing who I am, which was a bit weird, but yeah, it was cool. How did you find um, like the Zoom presenting? Do you like it, prefer it to in person or if i have to do one more zoom interview i will <laughs> cry and it's annoying because sometimes we'll come out of the lockdowns and it's like yes we're out the other side i can start we like before at the end of 2021 we were going back to football clubs and i was being able to, yeah. to interview footballers again yeah. and now it's gone back to zoom and i'm yeah. just like is this going to be a never-ending cycle of going there and then going back to zoom well, it was but, like the playstation thing that we did yes it was supposed to be in person i think originally or whenever we did the we shoot in person that initial shoot yeah yeah and then everything was just like on zoom for the yeah. rest of it I feel, like, I feel like like zoom just takes away the whole like building relationships with other people yeah. and like with players can't yeah. stare like, at people in their eyes yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like you if you connect yeah. no you can't but like when when you i've always felt like if you work with a footballer in person you actually get to know them off camera yeah whereas if you do it over zoom everything is just always on camera you can't build that rapport like no, exactly. one thing i love to do is before i'll interview a footballer i just have a normal conversation like yeah. i'll ask them something completely offbeat or i'll carry on a conversation i was previously having and just join yeah. them in and then they relax because i think footballers are very used to the the media yeah. sort of questions and with I think with the younger generation like us coming through, it's more casual and we're more like a friend. Yeah, yeah 100%. It's more of a conversation, whereas those traditional in, uh, interviews are more like, we're trying to catch you out. And if yeah. you say the wrong thing, yeah. then we're going to put it put it in the media. Um, so my, my main thing is just making them feel comfortable mm. and letting them know that I'm just like... Do you have a, a specific icebreaker 
that you use not really but do you know what i love doing is like talking about something like oh my favorite packet of crisps or a biscuit or that's something really, yeah, that's really, like because yeah, yeah. we, we all eat biscuits trivial. or crisps yeah, yeah. and i love talking about stuff like that and that breaks the ice because then it's like okay we're just gonna there's no pressure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. just like i could have an everyday conversation today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by harry's the yeah. best razors in the game now reeve what have harry's got for our listeners so for our listeners and everyone watching they are offering a travel size shower gel Within. with the trial set thank you what else i hear you asking is in the travel set reevee mcgeevee well let me tell you sir you've got the expertly engineered weighted handle a five blade cartridge which is crafted by artisans in, a, in their own german factory complete with a precision trimmer and I am very in need of that precision trimmer. We both are. They also come with a handy foam shaving gel for obviously the effective lubrication on your face. Uh, a travel blade cover, obviously, so you don't cut, cut yourself, yourself yeah. or break things. Uh, and then obviously the free shower gel Reeve has just mentioned. Now this is yeah. perfect for me or perfect for anyone that goes traveling. You know, you borders are opening a lot. lot. I'm going traveling with just a backpack. And guess what you can only take on backpack? A travel size Exactly, Set. nothing over 100 milliliters. That's yeah, true. Or it might be 150 these days, I'm not too sure. So guys, if you want to get involved and get your travel size shower gel with your trial kit, then go to harrys.com forward slash pitch side. All you got to do is pay 3.95 for delivery. That is harrys.com slash pitch side to get your trial set today. Back to the pod. But one thing I it is frustrating about Zoom. So we interviewed Ruben Diaz for the Premier League last season. And obviously Man City had an amazing season. Yeah. For me, I think he's incredible. I think he'll go on to captain Portugal. He's he, still only young as well. Only like and he's been like, wearing yeah, I, the I, armbands. I think yeah, he's he is. Centre back in the Premier League. I oh, by just, far. Yeah, pff, unbelievable. He's incredible. And the way he talks, he's like so mature for his age. He will lead those teams to victory. Yeah. Like he, He's just very much a team player. But their Wi-Fi was terrible. Oh. Man City's was Wi-Fi was, was not good. He was at like the ground or something? He was in the training, training centre training center, and the Wi-Fi kept cutting out. Oh. And it was, if that hadn't ever happened and I would have been with him in person, that would have been the best interview that we'd had. Really? Just we, we st so... They still made it work and it is a great interview, but I do say like, I would definitely want to interview him again yeah. in person just because I feel like he's got so much to say. Well, uh, hopefully be at the club for a while. Well, I, I find yeah. it crazy like the way he conducts himself. Yeah, like I got mates who are twenty three. Yeah, and it's not, like <laughs> if you if you compare yeah. them yeah. to like Ruben Diaz, yeah. it's just like I suppose as a footballer though, you you do have to grow up pretty fast because mm -hmm. you're thrown into like this industry like age at, 17, at, 18. At elite level. Elite yeah, level. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I always find like you know you were talking about like um, footballers having like their guard up, so to speak, during the interviews. I do, I do find like the the younger generation of the footballer. Like the the mounts, the rices, like the Conor Gallagher's, they are now a lot more. They have their guard down a little bit less. Yeah. Like they're not as um, robotic as like a lot of the older footballers are at the moment. We're really just trying to swing getting Mount and Rice on here. Yeah, no, we really. No, I was, <laughs> when you said that, I was about to say Mason Mount is one of the nicest footballers yeah, I've is, met. Yeah. I did a uh, a shoot for Call of Duty with him before Christmas. It was me, Chunks, and Mason, and he's just so lovely. Like he's just so normal. We were yeah. just chatting. Yeah. You know, obviously, everyone's normal. It feels weird yeah, to say yeah. that, but no, he's so nice, lovely guy. They are just. A Guys that are just incredibly talented at football. Aren't oh, they? literally, no. they're just like normal geezers, but they're yeah. <laughs> like the thing is, but the, the, in particular, Rice and Mount is. Go that, on, tell them for you. They are so fucking good. <laughs> like I'm not joking. Like what was the, there was a stat about Rice that just came out. Yeah, we so um, yeah, we were speaking about it before we started the podcast that Rice has the highest uh, carry meters out of any player in the top five. 
Like so dribbling the ball. Yeah, as in like progressive distance carry. And you, and you could notice that during the Euros, if it was in the final and the semi-final, like the, he would just he would just dribble so far. Mm. For, for a DM to have that ability, look, I'm such a big fan of this. He needs to be spoken about more. I agree. He was nominated for team of the year, right? I think so. They both yeah. were. But yeah. he, didn't, he didn't make it? No, or? Jorginho got it. I think, uh, I, yeah, exactly. But I think if England win the Euros, one day, yeah, he's Mount gonna make swaps yeah. with Jorginho. I agree. Because they have the same accolades, right? For that year. That's what's so exciting for this World Cup in Qatar in December and November, is that we got the same team as the Euros, which was bloody like last year, mm. except they're all going to be more experienced. They know how to handle the pressure now. Got the confidence. Exactly that. Like, Do you not think the heat will play in it? Uh, Massive impact, though. I don't. I really don't think it will. I think. Uh, uh, but have you seen how players are playing at Afcon, like Salah and Mane? But look completely different just because of the. Temperature. They get the, the stadiums are going to be aircond, outdoors. Oh yes, yeah, which true. is mental. Even in Brazil, like you have water breaks. It's hot. Yes, yeah, South Africa they had water breaks. It was hot. I think as an elite athlete now, and all these footballers are just the elite of the elite uh, athletes. I don't think it will be affected too bad. I all think right. it'll be all right. Hopefully. We'll have to see, though. Come on, can I just say, December in the UK, watching the World Cup. People get drunk in December anyway. Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, Imagine it's the carnage. Like, and the, yeah. and it's only a three-hour time difference. So I think okay. we're actually we're, we're gonna, behind though, right? We're behind, but yeah, I think that means for us. we're going to get actually really good like yeah. times. Yeah, because we'll we'll be watching the games when it's like. Early Three evening. in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah right. so it could to... be carnage. Yeah, like yeah. we could have the best Christmas of our lives. Yeah. Because I think the finals on like the seventeenth of December, something like Is that. It? So it starts in like sir eighteenth. I was one day off. I was so. Close. Everyone be off for Christmas. Yeah. Oh that's around the time. Yeah. You then all you get finish. a week's holiday, and then it's Christmas anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Mate, Come on, incredible. the boys. Do you think it's harder <clears throat> to win the World Cup or the Euros for England? Uh, We've hmm. won the World Cup before. I know, but... That's a good point. But, no, but it was a long time Euros. ago. But like, if you look at the teams in the World Cup in Qatar compared to the teams in the Euros, do you think it's harder for, say, England to win the World Cup or the Euros? Because you, I'd say, you, on paper, you go, oh, World Cup. But if you actually look at the teams, is it easier to win the World Cup than the Euros? I think it's easier to get through in the World Cup. I don't know if it's easy to win the World Cup. I think if getting through a group stage in the Euros is quite tough because generally, like a lot of the teams are quite highly ranked in FIFA ratings. Yep. Um, FIFA rankings, not as in like on. FIFA. No, I was going to say. <laughs> like, yeah. FIFA They're all eighty-six. Yeah, FIFA are going to come at us again. But, um, <clears throat> but no, you get like teams like Panama in your group at the World Cup, whereas in the group in the Euros, it's like I can't remember Sweden. Yeah, was it? No, I think there's Croatia. more variables with the World Cup though, because that, as you said, there's teams that we may not have played necessarily before. That's Whereas true the Euros well. is like, okay, we know most of these yeah. teams, yeah. we know how they play. There's more stuff to analyze. I think for Southgate, anyway, like it's a very logical answer, which I yeah. didn't think. I feel of, like the so. World Cup, the only real like massive. Ad- oh, I was gonna get crucified for this, but I feel like the only real massive additions who are outside of the Euros who will put up a fight against like a like of England who are one of the best teams in the world which is quite cool to say are Brazil Argentina Uruguay realistically who else who, who else could really push for the World Cup title African teams really though well I don't well I'm just putting it out we'll, we'll see who wins AFCON won't we yeah it's true um, I don't know 
yeah. to give you a straight Well, answer. either way, it's going to be very, very exciting. I think it's going to be exciting. And I was doing all the hosting at Box Park for the Euros. What was that like? Box Park Croydon. That, honest, I was talking about it the other day and that, the game where we beat Germany, oh. the best, one of, one of the best nights You went viral, life. right? Yes. From I, that, was it from that game? It was, no, the game? atomic kit, the, well, a few of them we went viral. I can't remember which one it was. No, and it was, I was, it was my photo, photo yeah, that, and I had the, uh, the you know England that flags. In, like, times it went in the, the Wall year. Street Journal. Yeah. And I'm like, why am, I, why am I in the Wall Street no, Journal? No, it's, it's, it's officially one of the it best photos everywhere. of 2021. Yeah. How have I not seen this photo? It's famous. I think I'll show you on my Instagram. And I was on all of these, like the world news, BBC world news. (laughs) Have you not seen it? No. It's basically because I wore a t-shirt with the (coughs) England flag and then I put England flags on my cheeks. And then since then I noticed so many people were doing the same thing. When I walked into Box Park for the next game, all the photographers came up to me because they'd obviously seen that that photo (laughs) had gone and they wanted their photo to go viral. So I was doing a full photo shoot in the middle of Box Park. It was hilarious. absolute limb when England score when, yeah. when, when Muller when Muller missed that one it. and one of Pickford oh. so it's this one. Oh, that's so and I sick. I think I did loads of carousels of yeah. things that it was in just me with my flag so w- were you there as a fan or were you presenting there so I was working and I think people obviously were just like England fan and I was, and I was getting annoyed I was like no I was working say she's a presenter yeah. then I get more jobs yeah yeah but uh, no I was doing the hosting so that actually that game we had Atomic Kitten come and perform and they were doing the South and then that went viral and then they released it as a single because England kept getting through uh, so and we had Barry from EastEnders who did Sweet <laughs> Caroline and that, that was really fun uh, just the whole atmosphere. So when we beat Germany, the whole of Box Park turned into a mosh pit because yep. everyone was just celebrating. A guy slid across two tables. It <laughs> <laughs> was probably smooth sailing with all the beer over the yeah. table just makes it easy. Did you see Brilliant. that one? I think it was the Scotland game early on. And where, you know when everyone was just drunk for the whole day? Yeah. And there was a, a video of someone topless just sliding yes, across the pavement in Leicester Square. In Leicester yeah. Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally just like slid because it was raining that do you not, day. Do you not remember that? I it was like a viral video of because uh, it was absolutely bucketing down. Yeah, we and were, the guy I, just slides like 20, 30 meters on the floor in the square, shirtless. We were like underneath some canopy or something on Cal's roof, weren't we? For was that the Scotland game? For Scotland, I remember was it was the Scotland game. The first, one. the Scotland game was, like, was no, it, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a good game. It was, really it was, boring, it was a Friday night as yeah. well, so it was all hyped. Scotland up. game, we were at Josh's underground. Are you sure? Playing snooker. Uh really. Yeah, okay. it was nil nil, wasn't it? And uh, John Stones hit the post with a header. Oh uh, yes. Where are you for the final? Um, I was at Box, Box Park. Park. I think like? I I even probably could have gone to Wembley, which I know people in the comments might hate me for this, but I got. I, then they asked me to work at Box Park. Yeah, yeah. And just because I've been there the whole time, I feel like there was like a family of yeah. people yeah, yeah. who were like all in it together. So I went to Box Park for the final. It was really great. Until. And then, oh. penal- do you know what it was? As soon as I, in my head, I knew we were going to penalties. In my head, I'd registered that we wouldn't win just because yeah. I know what England yeah. are like pen- with penalties. But there was one penalty, and I can't remember which one it was, where we got the upper hand, and I was like, oh my God. It was, um, oh man, what was Someone his missed. Name? Was it Jorginho? Did he? No, he must. Jorginho did he didn't. He, he missed, it was when he it missed. Wasn't, it wasn't no, jo- no, Georgina, when Georgina, when Pickford saved Georgina's penalty, that was like to keep us in it. Yeah, so no, Georgina it was, had to score uh, to, oh, to win for Italy. And Pickford was. saved it. We're like, oh my God, yeah. this is it. There was one glimmer lost. of hope and I was like, this could happen. Yeah. And then obviously it oh, didn't. So sad, isn't and it? And the, the, yeah, it was very sad. I think it might have been Bellotti. I think he missed like the set in second or third. Yeah, it was then, the second or we third. Because we were actually up in the shootout. 
weren't we? Oh, and then God. we missed like three in a row. I remember when that Luke Shaw goal went in after three minutes and we all like looked at each other, didn't we? Because we all sat next to I each other. I wasn't there for that one. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> we all looked at each other. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When and that went in, I it was like shock, too early. It? Yeah, it was too early. This is too good to be true. Now we've got to hold out for the rest of the literally like game. ninety minutes of just holding I'm out. Pretty sure one nil lead. everybody watching that game was like, "We've got too early." No, I was like, right. oh my God, "Wait, we've we've no, we're winning in a final." Yeah, it's, it's different. I know. I was scared. Like, I'm I'm too skeptical. But my friends who like all my girlfriends, they started coming as well because they were into it. You know how yeah, they, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. normally, they were proper into it. And they were like, oh my God, we're going to win. And oh, was, well, they were at Box Park with yeah, you? Yeah, they started coming because nice. I, I could bring some friends. So they all started coming. My friend, she actually made her own top, which is like all the Grealish letters on oh back. She like was proper into it. Um, so they were like, oh my God, we're going to win. Like, we're one nil up. And I was thinking, I was like, guys, we've scored too early. Now we need to, yeah. now that Italy are going to be changes, on us right? for the rest yeah. of the game. So I was nervous. They were excited. And then obviously... It, it backfired. I wonder what this World Cup's going to... Do you reckon this World Cup's going to have the same atmosphere or do you think because of the fact the Euros... Like, we actually got quite lucky. Like, the majority of the games were at, like, Wembley. Like, a lot of other teams had to travel all over Europe. Yeah. We got quite lucky. Do I think, think it's going to be the same atmosphere. atmosphere? I was going to say as well, in the... Normally, it would be in the summer, right? This yeah. summer is the women's Euros and yeah. I think because of the Euros last summer, it's going to be it. the same because yeah. it's like, we're not going to have... Foot, like we'll have the women's football. Yeah. There's still the World Cup to look forward to, so I think it's going to be fun. I went to the uh, women's World Cup final between USA and England in 2018. Was that Rapino's winner? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was gutted because we we because obviously with USA and women's football, USA are just the dominant yeah, yeah. force in world Ridiculous. football. Yeah. And like we were playing so well, and I think we lost like two 0 but the atmosphere was incredible. Yeah, it was. It was. It felt like it was much more of a family atmosphere at the World Cup final. But it was sick. Yeah. I loved every second of it. I'm excited for the Euros. England. The Lionesses have been playing amazing. Yeah. Have you seen their scores? They're doing like ten nil. Didn't they beat something like twenty one? Oh yeah, twenty one nil. Something who, like that. What, what country? was I can't it? remember what country. I remember it was, but it was, it. It, was, it was like and over it, twenty goals. Yeah, I, was like, I saw what that. The, I yeah. remember watching it because I turned it on and I'd, I'd just flown back from Bangkok. So I'd landed at seven in the morning and I was trying oh. everything in my power to stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the game was on at sort of 7 p.m. So I put the first half on and I fell asleep watching it because I was <laughs> too tired. But yes, at, the, goal, point, goal, at goal. the point I fell asleep, we were seven nil up within sort of 20 minutes, yeah. or 25 minutes. And I was like, this is but outrageous. Who, who argued this? I remember hearing a, was it might be like Roy Keane or something. It was like, just in case it's not Roy Keane, we'll say... It no, was... we'll say it's Roy Keane, why <laughs> okay. not? Like, there are some matches in, like... I think it's talking about, like, international friendlies or, like, um, the Nations League, where it's, like... Like, for example, like, England versus um, San Marino. <laughs> I knew you were going to say It's that. like, what? who does that benefit? San Marino? But does it... But the players yeah. get to know that they... You, they but, get to play against some of the best footballers yeah. in the world. Imagine you... But they get Ima smashed 10-0 every time. Yeah, but they still get to play... Experience. Yeah, All right, well... Do you know what I mean? I he think was, it's just he different was perspective, argue, He was it? arguing the case of why are these games happening. Here's a question. Did you enjoy the Wembley Cup? Oh, that's different. It's not different. It's an opportunity to fulfil a dream. It's a charity match. Yeah, but you, you're, not, you're not playing for anything. It doesn't mean anything. Mm, I guess so. I'll just, uh, anyway, I don't don't shoot the messenger. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. I was, I'm just, just... I was just saying what Roy Keane 100% said. <laughs> Officially confirmed. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, though, uh, William Hill have asked us to discuss, obviously, the January transfer talk. Transfer mm. winner. There's a lot going on right now. <clears throat> Newcastle, obviously, doing their business. I've just I've just seen a rumor of I might be I might have bidded for him. Um, what's his face? Deli Ali. 
potentially going really? to Newcastle. Where are you reading this? I saw it on Sport Bible. <laughs> Bakerrumors.com. Can I just, yeah. I'm going to check this on Google. I don't, sure. yeah. No, can we find Finally, someone fact-checking your Someone <laughs> said that that could actually be a good revival for his career. Potentially. Okay, so the Daily Mail is the first one. Should we, <laughs> should we go with that one? Or? Uh, There's a few. It's a, so basically Newcastle are eyeing up potentially. I think that'd be a really good but move. They, they, I know the rest of Lingard, but Lingard was not really keen yeah. on coming. They've, but they, they've given us... Terms. They've given and they're us not far away, Lingard and Deli Alli, are they? Similar styles of play, yeah. aren't they? I think Deli Alli at Newcastle would be a quality signing, but they've asked us to uh, answer a few questions. Okay. So... Um, which team do you think so far has had the best Aston Villa transfer window? Thank you. Do I get a prize for that one? Why? Oh, um, think about who Bean they've recruited. Me. They've got rid of um, Grealish for £100 million and they've strengthened every single, pretty much every single position in the team that they needed to. Mm-hmm. Well, they brought in Coutinho and Luca, Luca Dean in January. Exactly. And Coutinho has started off with a, an assist and a goal? Uh, Coutinho got a goal in his first game yeah. and Digne got a goal, uh, an assist in his Do first game. Do you think that Steven Gerrard at the helm Steven Gerrard. Is, bring it, is helping to bring in the calibre of players? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Do you know what I respect about them, right? So, you know when Grealish moved to City and yeah. they, they put out that video basically explaining the move. I think that's yes, one of the did, cleverest things. Yeah. Just, yeah. Firstly, it's respectful to the fans because they're explaining the whole thought process behind it. I've not really... Correct me if I'm wrong. I've not really seen a club do that, and it made me really respect them as a business. Because like, yes, we've we've got rid of our key player, but this is why, and this is what we're going to yeah. do. And they have followed up with that. So I've, I've, I think it's I good agree. for. I think a lot of clubs could take away from that, just, just being open with the fans. transparency. Exactly that. Definitely. And we saw that with the bloody Super League, didn't we? A lot of clubs come and being transparent after the fans had like yeah. jumped on their back. So you, are you going with Villa for best tra- January transfer yeah, as well? Yeah, I agree. Oh, is it January? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think Villa... I mean, yeah, okay. You I, could say Villa or Newcastle. I thought Newcastle. you meant as in like across this No, season. we're talking January. Um, who's signed? It's an interesting Newcastle one. could potentially be up there. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Before we move on from Newcastle, actually, if you were a Premier League footballer um, and they came to you and were like, we're going to offer you an amazing salary, but they're... Let's be honest, they might be getting relegated. Like yeah. They're facing a relegation battle. What would you do morally? It, de- it depends if I'm a fringe player or if I'm playing first-team football. If I was say, let's just say, Let's just say you are a first-team footballer for AC Milan. I'm staying at AC Milan. All right, but, but your dream has always been to play Premier League football then. Let's see. But you might not play Premier League football in six months' time if you move to Newcastle. Because they might just be getting relegated. <laughs> but if I was say Deli Ali, who's not really getting into the Spurs side, and he sort of needs a, you know, a kickstart again for his career, I think moving to the likes of Newcastle, taking that risk, he's going to be playing first team football every week, and he'll, he'll let's face it, he'll get a good wage as well. But then, and would you not worry? Would you not worry then that obviously everyone's going to know that you've moved for money? I don't. I don't think a lot of footballers really care these days. I know. Like, Insigne went to literally <laughs> MLS just to exactly. Like, I don't think. I don't. So. I think if you if you do a good job and you start scoring goals, I don't think the fans will care. That's a slogan right there. That's we're going to strapline that. Football. If you do a good job and you start scoring goals, the fans don't care. I think it's true. No, no. I, I, that's pitch so But if you start doing shit, you go money bags. You've moved for money. But if Deli Ali goes to Newcastle and starts banging in goals and assists, hero. Yeah. 
Well, fans, great fans start creating their own agenda depending exactly. on how well you play. Exactly. They, so. um, who do you think has signed the best? Well, but who do you think? We asked. Oh, Villa. I think Villa. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. okay so we're I think in agreement. Gerard, yeah, Gerard bringing in Coutinho. <laughs> of course. And Luca Digne. Lights quality. And, yeah. and I saw, uh, I don't know where they come from, but they might be getting like Suarez. They're trying to get Suarez. They are trying to get Suarez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no Gerard's bringing the band back together. <laughs> Literally. Um, who do you think? Have William you seen, sorry to, <laughs> sorry to interject. Have you seen the uh, Twitter videos and the TikToks of Liverpool fans being like, Steven Gerrard's ice cold and all he does is walk to the tunnel. <laughs> I saw him smiling it? at United fans after you got... That no, there's 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 really outrageous TikToks with like dubstep music, and it's just Steven Gerrard with a filter on walking <laughs> down the side of the pitch, and Liverpool fans are gassing over it. And I just I'm like he's not doing anything. Yeah, he's just, yeah, exactly, he's but that's all it is. Ice in his veins. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny. I'll show you them after this. Uh, William Hill also asked, "Who has signed the best budget player?" Without being rude to any players, yeah, but like, like, yeah. someone on the cheap, yeah, <laughs> <Brutal>. budget. <laughs> Who's, who's, who's in January? Yeah. Oh, in January, okay. Mm. Who's gone on the cheap? I, I, I wouldn't have to take loans out here as well because obviously... I think Trippier's pretty cheap. 12 million for La Liga winning right back. La Liga winning right back, yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, that is actually... I don't... <laughs> Maitland-Niles went on online. Oh, he's online. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, that's cheap. You only got to pay his wages. Yeah, I know, literally. <laughs> so you say, you say Kieran Trippier... I suppose the, I can't the, But the problem is... That I, no, I'm, I was going to say the yeah. same as you. But there haven't been that many. There's been a lot of rumours. I don't but think. But it's always towards the end of January. Yeah, this, where it I was thinking this the other day. I was like, I haven't really heard loads about transfers. I think deadline day might be a big one this yeah. year. Yeah, this January. But I think like, with the summer transfer window, that was a lot. There was a lot of big mm. moves, so it was everyone was talking about it. But this is a, a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. But I say KT is a, a good, a good signing. Like 12 million for, as you said, La Liga winning right back. Mm. What more could you ask for? Mm. To go to a relegation side, Newcastle. Yep. Well, you could say he's gone what? for. Has he gone for the money, Kieran Trippier? Uh, or does he I don't want know to be, how much he's getting paid. Or does he want to play Premier League football? Oh, he'll be on big bucks, of course he will be. I don't know. Is he? I don't know. We have to ask him. <laughs> Kieran. Hi, yeah. Kieran. Should we tweet him? Hi, yeah, Kieran. Just wondering it. what wage you're on. <laughs> might be playing in the Championship next year. He'll post it like you remember when Tevez posted his wage. Uh, no. Do you not? Do you never remember that? No. He had, there was a photo that came out of like a Carlos Tevez wage slip. I it was like this it was like five hundred thirty-three thousand just in the top corner for the week. And then but it wasn't everyone talking about how much like tax. Oh the yeah, tax yeah, stuff. yeah, it was the tax. Yeah, yeah, it has all the, has, it's obviously a wage slip, right? So it has all the information on it. Everyone's like, oh, I remember oh Loftus Cheeks Bank <laughs> got exposed. Yes. Just how to, does this just happen? Like, just like yeah. his Lloyd's Bank. Just his, <laughs> how is that? How <laughs> does that happen? I don't know. Yeah, just like nine million quid or something. Footballers being footballers. They go. Who'd be a good budget player for your club? It's obviously City for you. Like, do City need anyone? Sorry. Uh, they don't sign anyone on the budget, do they? You're, you're linked with Alvarez. Who? Yeah, I've been, I've been seeing You this. should know him. You play so much FIFA. The River Plate striker. I don't play River Plate players, mate. G- Google Alvarez. And the thing is with is. City, I always say there's so much depth in the squad, and that's a credit to Pep, I think, because yeah. he... he is very calculated and trains them all up. So like if someone's injured or someone's away for whatever reason, they can all step in. Yeah. And there's always this talk about, our oh, City need a striker. Do we though? Because we just had the best year in Premier League history. Am I yeah. right? We've got the most amount of wins in a calendar year. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's yeah, kind of you. like, mm. so in terms of transfers, I'm not really But I don't know, sure. I feel like, I feel, but he's, a, he's a five foot, 
five foot six, five foot seven Argentinian. He's just Aguero times two. Basically. I do feel like City, like, when you're on top, that's when you buy players. You build when you're on top, so you stay on top. So if they could get a striker, mm. it, it, th- they could even go to another level if that's even possible. I don't. I, I'm not. I wouldn't be too sure that's the case though, because really I think, think I think Pep builds a system, and he buys players to fill in positions of that system. Okay. For the same reason that now they don't necessarily need a recognised number nine. Yeah. Because they score goals from literally They're anywhere. They're playing like Spain World Cup winning team. Yeah. They exactly. share it out as well. Yeah. The goals are. If you look at the breakdown the goals are shared between a squad. Mm. So like with Liverpool, for example, Salah's obviously dominating. But with City, there's not a particular high scorer because anyone scores. Um, But yeah, I don't know about this transfer window. Maybe they're just waiting for the right I I think Alvarez would be a really good sign. I think City did do a a good deal going the other way, selling Ferran Torres to Barcelona. Yes. Yeah. Because let's face it, Ferran Torres was... he, He wouldn't play... Then he would play, score a couple of goals, and he wouldn't play. Like as a bit, yes, hit. he's quite injury prone, isn't he? That yeah, he's, he's a young player. I think going to Barcelona, going back to Spain, and I think he scored in his debut for Barcelona. Actually, Ferran Torres did he? Yeah, because he could play number nine as well, couldn't he? he? He he could play across the front three. But it was like it was the pretty much identical to how uh, Jesus or Jesus has developed over time, right? Been purchased as a number nine, mm. and then just gets put where he has to, Pep and now he's like Pep a right thing. winger. Yeah, because you know. Okay, what about for us, Arsenal budget player? Obviously, we want Vlahovic. Yeah, Vlahovic for 66.6 million. Yeah. That's not really a budget player, though. But is that what the thing was? Who would be a good budget player for your club? Oh, is that what the, that yeah. was the question? Um, I don't know. Weren't we looking at um, Arthur from Arturo Juventus? Juventus? Yeah. I, don't think, I think he'd I think go for like a 20, 25 million kind I of I don't player. think it was that much, though. Really? Yeah, it was like somewhere in the region of I 10, do feel 10 like 15. we do need a DM. Yeah, or just or like Jack gets sent not, off so not, many times. Not even a DM though, just <laughs> yeah. like a, a creative, deep line. Give us John McGinn. That would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really good. Um, he's linked with United now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Arthur, Arthur for Arthur. ten mil. That, if if, you we, know what, if that, we can pay that in in twenty twenty two, ten mil, I'd say it's a budget player, isn't it? Like Arthur. Yeah. In, in world football, anything under like twenty million is now budget football. Pretty Didn't much. Arsenal spend a lot last? We were summer. the highest spenders. One hundred fifty million. That. And then everyone was like, at the beginning of the season, you didn't start well, so yeah. everyone was like, oh, haha. But they now spent we're all this money. Yeah, those some of the, who's who's in goal for you? Ramsdale. Oh, Ramsdale. Wasn't he one of the summer trends? Yeah. Thirty-eight mil, I think. Forty mil. What a sign! That, been, I think that's been, one of the you talk like at the time of the summer, everyone was talking about. Oh my god, Ronaldo and Lukaku. Mm. I think he's one of the key signings from last summer. I think that's oh, signing of sure. the summer. He was Jamie Carragher's signing of the season, wasn't Jamie he? Jamie Carragher's, you know when they did, um, they had to pick a player like uh, most improved or the standout player for the season. If you look at Jamie Carragher's selection for everything, it's like spot on. If you look at Gary Neville's, it's just completely awful. Mm. It's quite funny. But um, <laughs> one player, this is, this is probably better for City as well. One player you wish your club would sign. Unlimited transfer. Uh, everyone wanted Harry Kane last summer. That's what I was going to say. But I don't. If so, one thing I've seen people who aren't City fans comment on my Twitter is they're like, "Oh, it's so boring now. You always win the league. Like you're making the league boring." And as much as I would like to see Harry, I disagree. Kane, I disagree because yeah. like it's great to watch. It's a great yeah. level of football. If Harry Kane did go to City, it's kind of like well, okay. <laughs> Cheat is it, making, is it yeah. making the league boring in that sense? I kind of. 
as much as I would want him to come because he's a mate, he's an amazing player. I would kind of maybe like to see him go somewhere else and make mm. a massive impact at that club. I do think he needs he he wa- he wants to move mm. and he he will move eventually. So who's who's your choice if it's not Harry Kane? It's, it's got to be a striker of some sort. Yeah. Tell my voice. <laughs> So, why are you laughing? You know my voice does it all the time. It's never done it on here no, before. No, to be fair, before we started recording, he said you got a sore throat. I do. So, that's probably yeah. why. I'm just, I'm, I'm laughing because I didn't have the first a vo- time anyone's seen it. I didn't have a voice two days ago, so it's, true. it's come back. Blame the Dubai aircon. Yeah, Dubai aircon's ruined me. So, so not, not I'm Harry gonna say, Kane. No, I'm going to say Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Yeah. Oh, she's copping out. You I'm not copping out, but okay. I just think... That is like the one transfer For someone City to join the team, because yeah. I think with City... Uh, because of the way that they play, they're a very team-based team. There's not like a superstar. Well, obviously there's incredible yeah, yeah, players yeah. there, but because there's so many incredible players, it's not like there's one person. It's like a collection like, oh, of superstars, yeah, isn't it's it? It's a collection of superstars that play together. So it's like, it'd be nice for Harry Kane to come. Yeah. Or like when it, when Grealish came, some people are arguing like he, he's not been playing great. Yeah. But I just think he's adjusting because he's used to being like the main guy. That's what I was just about to ask you. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think that Grealish is no longer playing like Aston Villa Grealish because he kind of just has to fill the role of what Pep's asking now. I think it's a transition period because I interviewed him for the Premier League, I said uh, I mentioned earlier. And from what I gathered from what he was saying is he he's just moved there. You're learning like a new way of playing and also mm. you want to impress everyone. There's yeah. so many amazing players at that team. You tr- you want to impress everyone and make an impact. So I think this season is this season of learning how yeah. City works and next season he's going to come back and be... He's, he's, also, he's gone from being a big fish in a small pond to... Well, exactly. Like I was going to say he's, being an, yeah. he's got to adjust to another pond, hasn't he's he? He's gone from being mm. the main man to just one of the men. Yeah. Um, and for Arsenal? Vlahovic. He's a boy. I really You know what? Him. If I had unlimited I've, budget... I've, honestly, I've been sat for days watching Vlahovic goals and skills compilations on YouTube. <laughs> this is, I cannot get enough of this, this guy. The man. question for William Hill go, one player you wish your club would sign? I would say Haaland. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that, yeah. yeah. Well, is that just anything? Yeah, anything I'm going Haaland at Arsenal. For some, sorry, for some reason, in my mind, I just see him going to Chelsea. Yeah, he's such a Chelsea signing, isn't he? Mm. He's just, oh. I said They're going to sell Lukaku. I, do, I said, <laughs> remember, <get Haaland. laughs> do you remember when we were watching Chelsea on stream and I said this? And then you and Cal were like, nah, man, they've already got Lukaku. Why would you buy Yeah, that was when Lukaku Harlan? was doing all right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's now, <laughs> just now, he's he's now like off. gone against the club, where said did he sorry. Wanna, where does he want to go? Uh, Man City, I think. Well, he didn't he do that interview and said he wanted to go somewhere else. Did he? Well, he's a Leeds fan, isn't he? So I think he uh, people uh, the rumour was he was going to go or linked with Manchester United and he was like, no, I'll never go there. Because of Leeds. Well, cause, and I want to go Man City. Um, but would you have him there? Are we talking about Haaland or Lukaku? Yeah. No, I was talking about Lukaku when he oh, said he wanted Inter. to go somewhere. Yeah. Oh, about Inter, yeah. Sorry, yeah, we're talking about Erling Haaland. Oh. Would no, you I have think, I think get, if he wants to go Inter, go on then and get Haaland in. Yeah, literally. Lukaku. Wait, for, no, um, Chelsea? Yeah, this is for Chelsea. Okay, yeah. but I'm talking about for Manchester City, would you have Erling Haaland? Because he said he wants to go there. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Why do you not have one of the best not? strikers in the world? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Um, biggest transfer gamble of the season? Who's been a gamble? Transfer gamble of yeah. the se- oh, what, not January then, of the season. Of yeah, because you so could say Coutinho's a gamble. No, it's just loan. It's not a gamble. But I still think it's a gamble. You got to pay some of his. Have rate, you not done any gambles? I just think that they, uh, that on paper at the beginning of the season, it was looking, anyway. it was looking good for them. Yeah. For some reason, it's not gone so. Their well. squad on paper was a joke at the start of the season, wasn't it? And it's just gone downhill. 
Do you think if... Well, I keep, keep just talking about Deli Alley, but if he gets signed by Newcastle, that is a gamble. No. No? I don't think anything that... I don't think any purchase that Newcastle make is a gamble. Chris Wood. That's not a gamble. Okay. He's it's, it's scored 10 plus goals for the last four seasons. Okay. I guess it's a gamble more for the players moving there. Yeah. Oh, it's like, wait, are, are we... you ready to face potential relegation Literally, yeah. for oh, a season? Oh, so you're talking about from the perspective of footballer going. It's exactly what I was talking about, yeah. Oh, so not... No, <laughs> yeah, I was talking the other no, way around. No, not from the so who do you think's gone? Who's been a gamble then? Uh, 100 million pounds on Romelu Lukaku is a bit of a gamble. That is actually a Consider- really good Considering shout. he's not really been that great in the Premier League for the past few but seasons. But he did smash it for Inter. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's 100 million pounds, though. That's quite a lot of money to be playing with. Could you say any of the Arsenal signings were a gamble when they a majority of them weren't proven apart from Ramsdale, Ramsdale was a gamble? Yeah. Do you think we had we had a number one keeper? He was a, he, we purchased a forty million pound second playing keeper and now he's like the best goalie in the league. Well, Tommy Yasu was a gamble. He was not. He people didn't know if he was a right back or a centre back in Syria. Yeah, I now think he does both really well. Lakonga. Yeah, gamble. So I think the majority of Arsenal, <laughs> they're just young players. Like I think you take a gamble on a lot of young players because you never know if they're going to prosper or not. Yeah. Uh, but finally, uh, Ronaldo. A, that's a gamble. Uh, no. Well, if it is, no. All right, fine. Ronaldo's not a gamble. Well, you, you, you can say he's a gamble now because he's not performing like his previous standards. But if you're signing Ronaldo from Juventus, you're going. That's not a gamble. He's Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo. Um, the bargain transfer that could improve your team. What? We did, I swear we did We've that, no? Now, as a budget player, this is a bargain transfer that could improve your team. Slightly different. Uh, so is this early a potential for £10 signing? million. Pounds. Yeah, potential, yeah. yeah, potential <laughs> signing. A, bargain. a potential bargain you could see yourself snapping up. It's always quite hard with City, though, isn't it? Because, like, they don't really get a bargain. I don't think, yeah, they I get don't City think tax. they would get a bargain. Yeah. Who was... Uh, who would, you, <laughs> who would you go for? Like City, City, I feel like City just get... If, if, you, if you're getting sold to City, they're going to slap on an extra 10-15% because they know City will pay it. Yeah, and I feel, I feel like with the squad that they have, where they would fill it, they'd probably have to buy an expensive player. Yeah. Is it for our club? Yeah, so Arsenal for us. I was going to say, Rafinha for Liverpool would have been in. Rafinha to Liverpool would be huge. That'd be a pretty good bargain, wouldn't it? Well, I feel like Liverpool do need a attacking player to cover them if, for example, like Mane and Sally. Yuri Tielemans for £30 million or less. That would be a bargain. You're such a big fan of him, aren't you? I love him, man. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, but yeah, shout out to William Hill for sponsoring that portion of the podcast. Be sure to check out William Hill in the description where you can find all odds for transfer talk <laughs> and signings. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, love that. Nailed that one. So now that we've uh, covered that, I just want to go back to uh, the World Cup. You got any plans to be involved? Yeah, I think I would. If they were doing the box park stuff again, I would. I would jump. Oh, not. I mean, go across. I'll just see what happens. I don't know (laughs) what the situation is with like Qatar and stuff like that. So I'll just see what happens. If I if I got the opportunity, it would be good to say that. But also, I think the atmosphere back here is going to be really fun, and Mm. I think I would like to be involved with that somehow obviously you've interviewed a lot of players obviously named a few earlier who do you, who, who's been your favorite interview who have you, who have you had most fun with got on well with um Grealish yeah I think he's you know one of those people that you imagine is going to be really nice and mm. just like as we said earlier with, with Mason and Declan just normal guys yeah he is just like that and it felt like he was I felt like I was talking to a friend and yeah. you could just ask them one question and they'll just give you like a 10 minute answer and those are the best interviews because yeah. 
you don't that have was to do person, much work. Right? That was, that was, yeah, that was at, at the city training ground. Yeah. I've actually interviewed him twice. The first time was for Match of the Day X and it was at a Call of Duty shoot. Was he in Villa just, at that point? Yeah, he was still at, this was last season, so yeah. he was still at Villa. Um, and then the next one, so I've, I've interviewed him at two different clubs That's now, cool. so I've seen the tran- transition, which was really cool. Ruben Diaz, I think, even though the, the Wi-Fi was not very good, yeah. <laughs> um, I just learned a lot. He blew me away. I, I went into it thinking, oh, he's playing really well this season, good signing for City, but I didn't expect him to talk the way he did and like, yep. have so much knowledge of the game and things like that. So he really, really impressed me. Um, who else? I've done like I've done quite a few. Is there anyone that you, <laughs> you haven't interviewed that you would like to? Um, who do I like at City at the moment? Kevin De Bruyne, I think, would oh, be really be interesting. So I've seen a, a clips of him, and yeah. he, he seems really, really like he seems like a funny, nice guy, yeah. and really down to earth. I feel like yeah. he'd be really fun to interview. Very interesting, I think, yeah. to interview. Bernardo Silva, I interviewed. He was really funny, and. The BBC got me to ask him a question about, like, because he loves pancakes. What? <laughs> he gen- no, genuinely loves pancakes, right? So one of the, and the, the game that we play is like, I give them three options and they pick one, one answer. So it was like toppings of pancakes. <laughs> so I did that and I thought nothing of it because I'm just thinking nothing of it. Then they, the teaser clip goes out on Twitter or YouTube or whatever. And it's like, Els the Witch asks Bernardo Silva what his favorite pancakes are. And I was just like, they've stitched me up here. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did he say? Um, I think he puts strawberries and chocolate in it. Ooh. Oh no, no, he the, the the mixture of the pancake has got chocolate in it, so it's like a chocolate flavored oh, pancake. Oh, he's a, he is a pancake yeah, connoisseur. Yeah, connoisseur. he is a pancake connoisseur, and he ha- still has his Christmas tree up. So he'd had his Christmas tree up for like two years or something. <laughs> he was like his mum. His mum came over and put it up, and he was like, "Oh, I quite like it," so I just never took it down. <laughs> well, Always Christmas. My my it's Christmas, Christmas. tree. I've, I've, I took off the decorations like two weeks ago, and it's like the tree's still there. Oh, no. And now it's just in the middle of my living room. Is it room. a real one? Yeah. So the whole floor <laughs> yeah. is covered in like the needles. It's just like a dead oh. tree. It's just, it's, and it, it looks dead. Does as it well. not stink? No. No. They, don't they smell they after smell a while? They smell after a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I, well, yeah, maybe, I'm maybe just accustomed to <laughs> Has it. Has anyone now. been round? No. Okay. So, so I don't know. I could just be living in a sty. But it's just in the middle of my. I moved it and it's just now stuck in the middle of the living room. It's not stuck. You just choose to have it there. Well, yeah, I got to put it in the car, and then the car's gonna get covered in the. In the Do needle. you not have like a tip nearby where you live, or like not a tip, but I mean like I place to dispose of a shoot? But a Christmas tree doesn't fit. Do you know what's funny? Uh, funny we're talking about this actually. That uh, where I live, which is like quite a busy road in uh, Shoreditch, people after Christmas just started dumping their trees outside. So all of the pavement was just full of Christmas, Christmas trees. trees. Yeah. Is that legal? I don't know. They're just uh, obviously expecting the bin men to clean it up for them but there was on genuinely on one day of the week there was about 14 christmas trees lying in the pavement of poor trees yeah save the trees yeah that's I where you get a plastic one, one. <laughs> i've got a, a white plastic one it's got the lights oh, already installed oh cool that's nice that's i felt nice. like your r was judgmental <laughs> well <laughs> oh well, no because i've got two plastic ones but you but you chose to get a real one but it's the yeah because i got yeah well yeah this sounds <laughs> I got, go on. I got a plastic one in the hallway, so when you walk in, you say, okay. oh, look at this nice one. Then I got a plastic one in the backdrop of my videos, and I thought, you know what, this year I'm going to get a real tree because it you know, reminds me of being at home. No, oh, I like that, though. Yeah. It's a nice smell. Yeah, it smells. It was really nice coming in. Why are you laughing no, at me? No, just you being cute. It's, yeah, it was cute. cute. Um, so what plans have you got coming up this year? Obviously, the World Cup at the end of the year. Got anything World going Cup, on in the next few months? Women's Euros. I'm, I'm an ambassador with UEFA for, th- nice. for the Women's Sick. Euros. So I'm going to be getting involved in that, hopefully. Is, are they in England? Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. all across. Yeah. So there's uh, nine 
nine, sorry, nine cities across the UK are going to be hosting, and then the finals obviously at Wembley. Does it does it echo the same hosting countries that the men's Euros do? I'm or not they, actually or they, sure. Are they drawn in England? No, no. no well, like, but I mean, in, even even the men's Euros, which is like most of it was Wembley. Oh yeah, I guess anyway. so. I guess so yeah. yeah, I'm not actually sure. I would have to check, but no, it's definitely all in the UK. Um, and it's not just the big it's not the big cities either like London Manchester mm. there's some like smaller places that are hosting the games as well so that should be good in Premier League stadiums I'm presuming or like <sighs> maybe even a few that aren't in Premier League stadiums but I'm not sure I need to actually check because the, the city's the women's cities. ground is insane isn't it just you, yeah. have you seen that well there's, there's, yeah there's the got, city setup's insane isn't yeah. it yeah because it's, it's mad I thought they I have just, the oh. Etihad yeah. and then they literally were like we don't want to build a one out of Manchester let's just build it across the road so there's a big bridge and you just go yeah. across the road to the training facility and there's a big there's two big pictures I where they can play it's, it's, I thought I was in the Etihad I was like oh my it's a lot smaller than I actually genuinely feel really? yeah because I, I went with Revel mm -hmm. and I'd never been to the Man City ground before the new one anyway the Etihad mm -hmm. um, and we went in there and I was like what this can't is this it it's not as big as I thought but it's, it's like a miniature Etihad for the women's yeah. pitch. Bloody hell. And then there's obviously a bigger Etihad. The academy the team play there as well. Yeah. Do they? Okay. Yes. When I was uh, when I was doing the Chelsea game a couple of weeks ago, it was like City's Super Saturday because they had the under-18s playing, the women playing, the first team, and then the academy playing in the evening. Wow. All four teams and all four won. So it was like, wow. yeah. Shock. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Was the opposite. I remember watching... Um, I put on TV a couple weeks ago. It was um, Arsenal women versus Birmingham women. Mm -hmm. And... It's just Arsenal being Arsenal. Like Arsenal, obviously top of the league, like the most goals scored in the league. Mm -hmm. Birmingham were bottom of the league, least goals scored. <laughs> what like, happened? Well, Arsenal lost two 0 What? Yeah. Oh, well, we yeah. One of the ones where it's That's basically written that you should win. Yeah, but it's yeah. Arsenal. But it no, it doesn't matter what Arsenal team it is. Arsenal always do Arsenal things. We went one nil down. <laughs> we went one nil down inside four minutes. Oh no! I was like, I've just tuned into another Arsenal game. Like it's brilliant. <laughs> um, so every week we have a quiz. Okay. And behind you on the board there are the scores. It's out of five. Now, a couple weeks ago, Joel got a new record of four. Yeah. Okay. All I can see is Kyle Freeze is on one, and that makes me feel better. Yeah. So he, he, that is like the benchmark is that it a lot football of people quiz? turn around it's a football to see. Because, okay, can I just get my disclaimers out yes. first then? Um, as I said earlier, I mentioned I'm like two to three years in my, my knowledge career. <laughs> That's so fine. if I don't know them, don't hate me in the comments. It is what like it I'm is. I'm still learning. And um, Jamie over here does the quiz. I used to do it, but then I actually found it actually more fun taking part in the quiz. Than oh, doing so the quiz we're all up against each all, other. We're all going to be doing it. And don't do what you always do and I'm shout not, out the answers you know before. Actually, I, do I'm, we have a buzzer noise? You can do if you want. I'm, I'm, it's not I'm, against the clock. I'm going to be okay. so quiet in this quiz. Like last and week, forward. Hugo was thinking, someone was thinking of an answer and he just shouts out, shouts out the I correct answer. I can't help that. It's, this Zip it, boy. <laughs> okay. Right, question number one. Obviously, if you're playing along at home, don't cheat. Because um, it's very easy to cheat if you're playing at home. You just Google the answers. So, but right, Wait, what? That's what people do? Yes, yeah, sometimes. But I think oh, the majority of people play it. Look, majority of them play it not normally. Um, I actually <laughs> I, anyways, whatever. Question number one. Who wore the number 16 shirt for Man City in the 2011-2012 season? Oh, no. So this is where... That's 10 years ago, cancelled. Jamie. But that was the that was that the was Aguera. the season. Oh, was it? it? Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, it was. With Mancini running down the line. Ah, oh, I got a shout, but I'm going to save it. Wait, so you wouldn't have known that if we hadn't have said that what year it was? No. Okay. Number sixteen. Number sixteen. It, it, I'm guessing it's someone famous from that team. So oh, I. Oh, are you thinking? 
I think I know who you're thinking of, but I don't know if that. I got two names. <laughs> I got I. Well, I'm not. I was too scared to even say the wrong name. So I'm I got two. The first two names. Were you at uni at that point? Yeah, so that, I was there. Oh, I so, was that was mental, so I was I was in my second year of uni and I remember I was revising because I had my uh, one of my exams anyway for my second year the next day. And then we I was living in a house. There were six girls living in one house. We put it on the TV because it was like when there was a Manchester derby, you, like you would stay away from the city centre because yeah, yeah. it's like lots of football fans. So we knew it was on. So we're like, we're not going to go out and watch it. We'll watch it at home. And I remember watching it and thinking if I didn't have my exam tomorrow, I'd be out, like I'd go out in the centre. Because they would generally say like, stay away from the centre. But it was, it was kind of, it was like a juxtaposed pl- t- time to be there, wasn't it? Because obviously, Man United had just lost by a point and Man City had just Well, won. Man United well, Man thought they'd won. won. They won the that's league. what I mean, yeah. That's they'd they won the league, no, league but I mean, for like, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's How I mean. peak is that, like, by the way? Yeah, United fans coming back to the city centre and then City fans... Come and then imagine, yeah. imagine them, they're all celebrating because they think they won. Yeah. And then, Someone's like, did you know, like, they just scored an extra yeah. time? <laughs> you and just lost. Just, yeah. Oh. We'll never see that ever again, I don't think. And I think that's again. one of my favourite moments. I, uh, even as a non Man oh, yeah, City well, fan. I was going to ask you, like, what, but I mean, it kind of makes sense Aguero. being a City fan, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, number 16. So I'm, I think it's either Aguero. What? Yeah. Before his number. Yeah. I know. Don't, don't, last time he did so this. This is why I haven't answered. Last I don't time want he to did say this, a big name. He, he laughed at me for saying Elbito was George Best. No, but that, that's, that's an understanding. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a I think, Baker knowledge. I think it's either Aguero or Balotelli. Okay. One of those answers is who I was going to say. So but. I had McDonald's with Balotelli once by accident. What? So <laughs> I'll tell you my story. So I was in my, my first year of uni. Um, wasn't really keeping up with football at this point because I was too busy being a fresher, like going out. Yeah, yeah. And me and, my, me and my mate were near the campus and we were, just went to McDonald's because we were on a break or whatever. And these two guys came up to us whilst we were ordering. They're like, do you want to sit with us? And we we're like, okay, it's a bit weird, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> whatever, YOLO. So we went and sat and um, his friend was really talkative, but he didn't really talk much. I don't think his English was great. And then people kept coming over and trying to take a photo and his friend would be like, stop, like getting actually angry, like stop, stop asking for photos. And me and my friend were like, that's a bit weird. Like, let him eat his chicken nuggets. Yeah, just let him eat his food. And we were like, okay, we'll just, we, we didn't ask. Like I didn't think to ask because I didn't want to be rude. Yeah. And maybe just if he's someone, it is someone important. Like I didn't want to be rude that I didn't know who he was. So anyway, um, we, we sat down with them and then we all got on, it was fine. Then I was on the bus home and there was newspapers like the Metro or I can't remember what, the one they have in Manchester, picked up the, the newspaper and unfolded it. And he's on the front cover because at this no time way. was when he was getting all the parking fines because he would literally <laughs> just park wherever he wanted in Manchester. And you know when there was there was also another story that he'd let off a firework from yeah. his bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this was around yeah. that time. So he was just all over the press. So I opened it and I was just like, that's who I just ate McDonald's with. And then it all clicks. And I was just like, that's why everyone was trying to get photos with him. Oh, so that's yeah, so... I just had McDonald's with Balotelli but didn't realise. Is he number 16? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> right, should we go? Right? No, but, oh, I'm too scared to answer because I literally don't want to get it wrong and say a legend like you just did and it potentially. I, be I, I, I'm I, think Agu- I think Aguero is really like. Sac- I'm backing Aguero. So. <laughs> I don't. Theo's views are his okay, own. Okay. Um, <laughs> I really want to say Balotelli, but I think it might be someone like Fernandinho. <laughs> Balotelli. And Els. I'm going to say Balotelli as well. And the correct answer is? 
You are so dead to me. You are so dead to me. See, I know ball. Ball knowledge baker, they call me. Fuck, you know what? Fuck you. Do you know what? That's I twice. You know, this This is very backfired as well, because it's like, well, you should know what, what number Aguero was in that season. Yeah. Oh, God. See? Wait, did he get, did he get, uh, did he, did he score that goal? Great, yeah. okay, so I'm gonna get cancelled now. No, nah, you're not, so. it's fine. We both said Balotelli. Well, now, in, like, I'm gonna know that. No, is it future Forever, because you know, I always thought. If Theo starts getting four out of five, like, a lot of the time, we're gonna have to do some vetting. No, I think you're, yeah, you, you have the answers on your phone. I don't, no, but you have the questions. Yeah, you do have the questions. So what's stopping you? That's what I'm from saying. Before we press record, going on oh. Google. Because he, he sent them. Just, <laughs> well, you've got them on your phone. Why don't look at them? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, that's going on TikTok. Yeah, back me up here, Jamie, please. Thank you. And the El Beetle. Yes, there's two weeks in a row you've laughed in my face that my answer was stupid and I got it correct both times. No, I, I, I was surprised you know that, that you that's said Aguero. A, a message for life. It's like people can laugh in your face. Yeah. But stick to your guns. Yeah. And you still yeah. get it right. I didn't laugh this time. Yes, you did. I'm just surprised <laughs> yes. you. No. You did. Did I laugh? You did. No, he said no. Question said no. You did that's laugh. You laughed. There's, a, there's literally cameras pointing at your face. What? Question number two. Rank these transfers in order of highest fee to lowest fee. So who's the most expensive okay. to the thing? Torres to Chelsea. Fernando Torres to Chelsea. Mm. Kevin De Bruyne to Man City. Andy Carroll to Liverpool. Ooh. Lewandowski to Bayern Munich. And Rodri to Man City. We have to rank them. So That's quite a lot of players there. That's a, there's a lot of variables to get, to get this yeah. wrong or right. So I think... I think tar- I think the most expensive one there is Andy Carroll to Liverpool. Really? 35 million. I think Torres was 50 to Chelsea. Really? Yeah. How Pretty much sure. Lewandowski do? I think he's cheap. I think he got I think he might have gone for a free. I think Lewandowski would have gone for a free Wait, from Bayern. And what about KDB then? I, I I think again I think KDB would be really cheap. He was from Wolfsburg, right? Yeah. So okay, I'm so just going bargain, bargain that's yeah, what we mean yeah, by yeah, bargain yeah. transfer. I, yeah. I think it might be how much was Rodri? Do you know? No, no clue. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm just going to throw it out I'm, there. I'm tempted to say Rodri might be top though. and just be like 61 million or something. And everyone's just forgot about him because he's that good. I'm going to go with Torres, Wait, you, wh- Rodri, mm. Andy Carroll, Kevin De Bruyne, Lewandowski. I think. this is So you know the players. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go, in order of high to lowest. I'm going to go Torres. Oh, no. Should I say Rodri first? Go on, be different. Be All right, different. I'm going to say Rodri, Rodri, Torres, Carroll, De Bruyne, Lewandowski. Because I think it's one of those that everyone goes, oh, it probably wasn't that expensive. But then when you look back, it's like mm. 55 mil or something. Mm. But they did buy left backs, right backs for 50 mil each. Yeah. It? So it doesn't surprise Torres me. Torres to Chelsea. I'm going to say Rodri as well. Oh no. You swayed me. I don't know. Don't I don't, is we, it? None of us know the yeah. answer. Yeah. Nobody knows. So Rodri to Man City, then Andy Carroll to Liverpool, then Torres. Oh, I'm so close. Then I'm gonna that. I'm yeah. gonna do Lewandowski, then KDB. Okay. Just if to I've mix got, it up. If I no? got the what was can can I get confirmation of what Torres was afterwards? Because let's, let's have the answer, yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Hit us okay. with number one most expensive. Number one most expensive is Rodri. Yes, Rodri. Rodri, Rodri. Rodri. to City. Oh no! I've got way. it. I've got it. I've got it here. We should have Rodri, known. Rodri, sixty-two point eight million. 
Kevin De Bruyne 55 mil. Wait, are they, where's the answers? I've got it here. They just went through. Oh. Kevin De Bruyne 55, Torres 50. Yeah. Aaron De Carroll 35. Got that oh. one. Uh, and Lewandowski was free. So we actually... Oh, so we were actually really close. We, we were, were only just... We were close, but what I think we should have known, because we actually discussed this earlier, is City have budget to buy players. Yeah. We yeah. probably should have known that they were going to fork out money. I didn't know they paid 55 million for KDB. Probably Neither worth I. it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, easily. Like, that's a bargain. Yeah, imagine. 55 million is a bargain. Imagine trying to buy KDB now. Oh. How much do you think he'd go for? You know what? Because he's quite old. I say he'd probably go for about 50 mil. Yeah, similar similar. Yeah, price. I was going to say 100 mil, but he's getting on. Oh, he's not, but you know, in terms How of football, he? he cut over like in 31. Don't know, but I'm either way, uh, we got you guys are on one. No, Did we, we didn't get that, we were one off. Both on that's zero. a that's a hard question, Jamie. That is tough. K- KDB's 30. 30, 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so you're both on zero out of two, and I'm on one out of two. Okay, I'm winning. Um, question number three true or false? Bayern Leverkusen defender Julian Vert is the older sister of another professional footballer in a men's team. She's called Julianne Vert. She plays for Bayern Leverkusen. I'm going to say true. I'm also going to say true. Julianne Vert. I thought... I thought <laughs> I'm going to say true because there's a footballer called Florian, Florian Vert for Bayern Leverkusen. Yeah. I'll say true then as well. I'll go true. It the is, answer is, is true. Florian. We're on the board. What are the chances of that? Like you, you both, both play both for Labour Brother Kuzi. and sister play for the same team. Yeah. Does that happen? Well, well it Reece, happened with no, Arsenal, Reece, didn't it? Wait, Reese James and his sister, sister plays for Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 What about Arsenal? Uh, wasn't it uh, Elia Luko and was it her cousin that played for? I don't Arsenal? know. I don't know. Um, anyways, um, I'm on two out of three. You guys are on one out of three. Well, I'm on the board. I'm at level with Chelsea level with and Ben Foster. And she didn't know Torres was more expensive than Andy Carroll. And Ben so. Foster's only answer correct was about his own YouTube channel. So <laughs> he just uh, playing the. Oh, play. I interviewed Ben Foster actually for. He's great quality, quality, isn't he? And he's great. As soon as we finish, we're like, get him a job. Like he's, yeah. he's, to be he's so good. <laughs> he's ready for retirement already. Yeah. Um, question number four is another true or false. Norwich City were founding members of the Premier League and finished in the top four of, inaug- of its inaugural season. So, like, it's first season of Prem, Norwich finished top four. True or false? Hmm. I don't think they were. I'm going to say, say false. false, even though I'm from Norwich and I have no. I don't I'm have also going to say... Oh, but I remember seeing a table and it was some random club finished, like, third. But I don't know if it was Norwich. Wimbledon? Like no, it was, on, it was like... Ah, oh, it's just so... I'm going to say false, but a part of me says true. But I'm sticking with a false. The so false, League. false, and I already said false. False, three falses. Is, Bollocks! It was Norwich that I thought. Oh, see, I remember seeing the table. Uh, How can you? Because they have shares in the Premier League. Then, if you're a founder, no, as in they were just there. They were just there. Okay. Oh, that's so annoying! Because I saw them. Did they finish third? Stick with your guns. They did finish third. Oh, I did. Go with your gut, man. Go with your Should have learned. Should have learned. Bollocks! That was that could have been my four out of five. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, you got four out of five last time <laughs> with Joel, didn't you? So close. So uh, I'm on two. You guys are still on one. Oh. But this is it. Okay. Oh, fucking hell, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> is this, Boom. Is this <laughs> really question, four question minute, no- who am I? Question number five is always, who am I? Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay, right. Well, here he is. Who am I? I was born in Buenos Aires in 1985. Capital of Argentina, if I'm correct. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. So you're 30, 
36. I'm yeah. just trying to do calculations. 36. Okay. I have won all of English football's major honour. I have lifted the Premier League trophy twice. Outside of England, I've lifted the Copa del Rey, won a gold medal, and I won a gold medal in the Olympics in 2008. I'm considered a, leg- a legend who is no stranger to the captain's armband at the club I spent 10 years at, but I finished my career at a London club. Because I was going to say Aguero. I was going to say that as well, but he's but not. But he didn't. He finished no. at Barcelona. <coughs> Damn hmm. it. He's Everything finished, but Jeff. the last line. I was up, I was so sure. So they can't have finished that long ago. Last year. Can I read it? Done it. I know who it is. All right. Well, reserve your things so we say it all at the same time. Because obviously they're Argentinian. So is it Chelsea Club? Well, I don't know. Read it, out. read it out again. I was born in Buenos Aires in 1985. I've won all of English football's major, major honours and I've lifted the Premier League trophy twice. Outside of England, I've only lifted the Copa del Rey and won a gold medal with my country at the 2008 Olympics. I'm considered a legend who is no stranger to the captain's armband at the club I spent almost 10 years at. Got it. But I finished my career at a London club. I've got it. But I'm going to hold my answer. He was born in Buenos Aires, but that doesn't necessarily make him Argentinian. I think it's though. Chelsea. Do you reckon? No, I know. I know. I, no. I know. I think I know who it is. But no, if 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 you've said they're born they in retired, Buenos Aires, they retired last year. Yeah. Oh, two seasons ago. Yeah, I know who it is. Yeah, I've got it. Retired at thirty-four at a London club. The only issue about my answer is I don't. I think they might be older than thirty-six. But I'm going to stick with my gut, and then I'm going to stick with my answer. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. No, I don't even know. Have you got an, is it Argentinian that you're yes. thinking of? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry, if you said they're born in the capital of Argentina and they're not Argentinian, that's rude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That, yeah. could be, that could be a trick question. Nah, man. Nah, man. Who won the Olympics in 2008? Football? Yep. Do you know that? Yep. Do you? No. <laughs> but I, I have this weird vision of it, but I think I know who it is. Man, I'm just trying to think who retired two years ago. Say, this is what I'm stuck on. I'm for a London club. How many times won the Prem? Twice. Twice. Mm. Wait, where does it say London Club? At the end. I finished my career at a London Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's back confirms what I said. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. I don't know what. I, know I don't know who it is. Like, his ball knowledge is I back. I don't like it when he knows. But it's obvious. No, it's not. It is obvious. Which London Club? No, because that will give it away. <laughs> they finished their career at West Ham. What? Yep. Oh, oh, well, now I know. Oh, see, I, I don't see, Now I, I don't know. know. The answer is... Wait, hang on. Is it, are you going... I don't know. No, no I don't know. know. I think. Uh, the, uh, we, we, no, because were you going to say... Right, we'll say three, two, one, and then say, the same, say his surname at the same time. Three, two, one. Zabaleta. Zabaleta. Okay, right, fine. The answer is... There you right go. And I gave you that answer. You so did. You, you did. That doesn't count that you got it. You actually got one out of five. That I am count. like... <laughs> what do you mean? Guys... Because I know as soon as I open my mouth, it's going to seem like I was going to say that. But I was thinking, because when I was working at Adidas that time, the person in the office, their favourite player was Pablo Zabaleta. We'll give you the answer. Well done. There you go. What? Scotty right? No, because no, no, I'm not even accepting the point because yeah. it's going to look like I was going to say, and but the only person in my head was, that, and I was like, can't, surely it's not going to be this that. Is, this is how we think oh differently, God, by the way, annoying. because I didn't even process that West Ham was a London club. And then you went, West Ham was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, now I know. Uh, but you, you, I was thinking of Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs. <laughs> I couldn't think I thought, see, though, Reeve, you actually don't get that point because I told you the answer. What do you mean? You, oh, so did West he Ham. win the Premier League then with City? City, City yeah. Twice. <sighs> but so you, you, um, 
You don't get a point for that. <laughs> Why? Because you wouldn't have said it if I didn't say West Ham. That's true. So therefore... You can have half a point. Yeah, okay. you get one and a half. Oh, right. you get one and I get three. I'm just on the board. So once again... I am now proving the fact that I actually do know. You thought Andy Carroll was more expensive than Torres? Yeah, if you take into inflation. Oh. <laughs> no. Inflation. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't argue with that kind of business and economic knowledge. People are going to be so fuming at me that they think that... Because I, I get so much hate. That no, I don't, but I don't. Because like, when you have me on your pod, I'll... I'll I'll trust me. <laughs> out, out hate. I just know. <laughs> we got the Aguero one wrong, so. Oh, no, yeah, no. That. We just have to take the L for that. Yeah, I just take actually, the L. I, I never even knew 16 at I'm, City, you know? I, Yeah, I'm pretty sure as well. The thing that the, the Olympics thing was, I'm pretty sure Me Messi got a gold medal at the Olympics. That's why. I, mm. Yeah. Imagine. I just, there's, 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 there's clogs working in here somewhere. Clogs? Clogs, cog, yeah. cogs, 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 cogs. Sorry, wooden shoes in his head. This dude tapped out in that bed. Well, I only, I, I thought it was a Man City player because it's always. Yeah, that's no, it. yeah, that's why I thought Man City player. I was like instantly Zabaleta. But I was like London. Otamendi. No, I, d I just didn't know. And then obviously you said West Ham, and I for some reason didn't even process that West Ham. It's Stratford massive, isn't it? <laughs> I'm basically a West Ham fan now. Yeah. Um, but yeah But um, they weren't always A London club were they? That Upton Park Wasn't really in London was Are you alright? Is it in Essex? What are you talking about? How far is Upton Park Wait, West Ham or a London club? Yeah what? Are you good? Is it? West Ham East Ham East Ham's on the Jubilee line No West Ham's on the Jubilee line No but where their Where their ground was was only like 10 Yeah the Berlin ground From Stratford Yeah like the round the corner Is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, I just thought it was. You've like, just said West Ham aren't a London club. No, I, I thought it like, like I think like central, like, like London, get London. In the yeah, Reed, you, you are. <laughs> are you? Is everything okay? I'm fine, mate. Now, do we do predictions or not? Because there's predictions that the games are a long way away. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it next week. Right. Wait, no. But have we not got some more questions? Yeah. Surely, funny football stories. You must have loads. Funny football stories. Oh, well, yeah, to do with footballers. Anything that oh, you Well, the like. Balotelli one was pretty fucking... Yeah, I'm sorry, I gave you yeah. my, my golden nugget there. That was um, brilliant. Oh, nugget as well, because we're at Um What? No, football, football, funny football. I don't actually have many. Because do you know what it is? Is now I am do the presenting stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like I've got to be all professional. So I don't really yeah. get the funny stories anymore. Well, you do have, obviously, your own podcast. Yes, I do. Uh, about game. What, would, what is your favourite game right now right now right now what have i been playing um i was playing the gta trilogy you know they revamped uh vice city san Did andreas they? and gta 3 i didn't know that so when i went to bangkok i was on like an 18 hour flight and i think <laughs> i got through most of that oh my god see on the flight because i was not sleeping um so i've been playing that but to be honest recently i've not even been gaming that much oh really just having a time and because like we've been outside more mm. i've been just going to football games like i was doing city obviously i've been going to there i was at the manchester derby like a few of the champions league games before the end of the year and i was at the arsenal women's game actually the uefa champions league one, yeah. which was great supposed to go to arsenal for the city game on New year's day and then i got the rona uh, well, oh. that, <laughs> funny you say so that we. we got invited to go and we both had covid I tested positive on New Year's Day. My 2022 oh. started. I woke up, done a test, and it was positive. Oh, my! M my I, I tested New Year's Eve, so it's very different. I tested uh, on the 27th, so I knew that I was having a New Year lockdown. 
I tested negative on New Year's Eve and then positive on New Year's Day. I think so that's many. The best, so yeah. that's the but best to be way honest, to do it's like, it, what, though, what was the point? Because yeah. I went out and yeah. I was like, what was the point of the night where it just switched? And I was just like, here, my I think, well, Yeah, I know I contract, contracted the virus on, bo- <laughs> on Boxing Day and it took three days for me to like, Show yeah, I got mine. I, I'm period, sure yeah. I was. Mine was at Winter Wonderland because I went on the Tuesday mm. and I was at the bar. You know them, that big bar. Yeah, oh, and there was an Abba tribute band. And oh, it was great. oh, that Bavarian bar. Yeah, it's still Winter Wonderland's still open. You know. Yeah, what? It's, it's still it's going. Feb, right? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I might, Who's I might going Winter Wonderland? I don't. I might. I might go. Uh, it's gonna be. Is it not dead though? I don't. Is it not well, everyone doing like dry Jan and stuff? I'll go find out. Are you doing that? I'm not. I've never done dry Jan. I couldn't even. What was the? Everyone started doing dry October, or was it sober October? Sober October. Sober September. My birthday's in October, so I'm not doing that. <laughs> I know. I yeah. I I didn't even bother. I I was in it for like two days, and before October even began, I was like, I'm out. Mm. <laughs> That reflects badly on me. <laughs> but you were the one that was opposed to having it. You were like, come on, guys, drink. <laughs> oh, I turned Josh, you know, Chip. Yeah. He, he survived five days? No, six days. Oh, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. Every day I was texting him. Come on, lad. I was like, the devil in his ear. <laughs> it's so bad. Give up. It's funny. <laughs> um, but there is Do actually... Do fixtures? Yeah, there's one, there's one game left of this uh, game, which is Burnley-Watford. Um we won't touch that it might not even go red like <laughs> yeah uh, it's I mean, I mean? in two weeks time isn't it so but uh game week 24 kicks off on the 8th of february now we don't do scoreline predictions but if you want to throw in a scoreline you're more than welcome to because just looking we've got brentford so yeah. city you've got brentford you'd yes. hope you'd hope it's a win it's at home as well so that helps so we'll start from we'll start from the top which yeah. is tuesday the 8th so we got west ham are at home to watford I'm going to go West Ham. I'm going West Ham. West Ham, 4-1. Ah, you're going to go score lines this time, are you? You said if we wanted to. If you, okay, fair enough, yep. Um, I think, so all three West Ham. Next game, I think it's a massive game, actually. Newcastle, Everton. Oh, have they got any manager yet? They got Ferg, Duncan. Duncan. Big big dunk. Yeah, they got big dunks at the helm. Yeah. Uh, They might have a manager by then, to be fair. It's just caretakers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Newcastle win. Dele Alley to score the winner. <laughs> Even though we don't actually know he's signed yet. But it might, the transfer winner will be shut then anyway. Yeah, exactly. So but this is my prediction. <laughs> Newcastle will win that game and Dele Alley will score. Wow. And he doesn't even play for Newcastle at the time of recording. <laughs> that's, that's a bold call. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Everton 2-1. Rick, you think Everton? Yeah. Arguably the shittest team in the league. Against they arguably that, the they shittest team that in the bad against Villa. They were pretty good. They, I think, I they think lost scored. to Norwich, right? Yeah, I think they're so bad. I, think, I really, really, Everton are awful. Did you watch the Villa game? Yes. No, you didn't. I, I did. No, you didn't. I did. Such a Shut liar. <laughs> uh, so you're going Everton. I'm yeah. going Newcastle. I'm going to go Everton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's no, fine. <laughs> Burnley at home to United. Man United. Ooh. Wait. Yeah. No. Burnley are bottom of the league. Yeah, but they have five games in hand. So. But they are still bottom of the league. Uh, draw. R- really? They drew against us. They just lost one of their strikers, Burnley. They drew against us. Nil-nil. <laughs> yeah, but we're Arsenal. It doesn't count. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a United away win. Yeah, I think United. United? They need to get some wins in. They, some they, they, they desperately started yeah. points. Uh, Norwich are at home to Crystal Palace. Palace 3-0. 
Palace beat them quite recently as well, Norwich. So, but yeah. Norwich are, you know, under Dean Smith, they are starting to slowly climb the table. You know, have you seen they've got as many wins in the Premier League since November as Chelsea? Really? Yeah. That is. A that is that so is Chelsea a... are as shit as Norwich. Yeah. Confirmed. I think it might have been before the Spurs game, but it was the same amount because oh. Chelsea keep drawing games, don't they? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to actually say a draw between Norwich and Crystal Palace. Yeah, mm. I'm going to go different. I'm going to say Palace 2-1. <coughs> you usually go 2-1 as well. 3-0. Okay, right. So two Palaces and one draw. <laughs> Very angry. <laughs> uh, City, home to Brentford. Oh, 6-0? Six, it's going to be a win. Let me check. What day is that? Am I working the, the ninth, day? The uh, 9th, Wednesday the 9th. I'm, Lime, I'm actually BT. not because I'm going to the Super Bowl that week. Super Bowl? Whoa! Yeah, I'm going to LA. Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right, for some... <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a win. I'm going to go uh, five nil City. Six nil City. Ooh. I did say six nil City. Seven nil City. Well, we did lead seven nil. That was a great game. Yeah, it's just a win. I don't know the scoreline, but it should be decent. They should. They should be Brentford, really, shouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Spurs are at home to Southampton. All these games are live on BT. How cool is that? When's the not BT special? Actually, the, every single game is on BT. Mm. We're not sponsored by BD or anything like that. But uh, yeah, Spurs are at home to Southampton. I reckon it's a draw. That's a good call. James will pass free kick. He actually scores a free kick in that game and uh, <laughs> Southampton win 2-1. Uh, okay. I'm going Southampton away win. Spurs 2-0. I think the Son's, draw. Son's back by then, isn't he? Draw, Spurs, Southampton. Yeah. Um, Villa are at home to Leeds. Ooh. 4-1 Villa. I think Villa win. Yeah, just Leeds. Is, I, they had a great season last season. Yeah, they've yeah. been a bit bad this season. Plagued by injuries, aren't they? It's yeah. It's very unfortunate. Well, they need to start buying players, Leeds. They have the same squad for like the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Villa and Coutinho to score. I know, I said it. Uh, Wolves are at home to Arsenal. Oh, 0-0. <laughs> really? Yeah. But we've signed Vlahovic by then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. If he plays, then we win. If he doesn't, no, no. Uh, I'm going to go Arsenal away win. Yeah, I'm saying Arsenal. I owe Arsenal apologies because at the beginning of the season on Match of the Day, I was very mean. What did you say? I'm sure I said some stat like they're going to be... <clears throat> Mid-table. Bo- yeah, said everything that we were listening to at the start of the year. Yeah, and I, was, I was the hater. I was the, I was the shining <sighs> light for Arsenal and everyone laughed in my face. Saying, I said Arsenal like get the top. Aguero thing earlier. Exactly. Yeah. But really, everything I say comes true. I said Arsenal get top four, and I got so much abuse for it. We're not top four yet. But though. we will get top four. <laughs> uh, and the final game is Liverpool versus Leicester. Liverpool at home. That's a big, big game, to be honest, that is. When is that? That is Wednesday. Is uh, AFCON over? Thursday the 10th. So I think they are going to be back. So will they? Will, will Salah th- be playing for it depends if, I think It if, depends if Klopp gives them a week off or not. If he gets to the final, unlikely he'll play, <clears> I'd <throat> say. But Leicester-Liverpool is a massive game. Yeah, Four that's two probably the biggest one. Liverpool. Six goals! There's all. There's so many. Apart from the last game that they played at the King Power, there's always like at least five in that game. Well, I'm not going to do a scoreline, but I'm going to say Liverpool home win. Okay. I'm going to say a draw, actually. You know who's actually been scoring a lot of goals for Leicester recently? Dakar. Has he? Yeah. Scored one. No, he scored a a few. (laughs) When are the other ones? Um, He has, I promise you. He has. Google out? Yeah, no, he has. Um, Obviously, he scored 
Yeah, yeah he scored. He scored against. Brighton. He scored against Spurs. Yep. He. <laughs> Just for that one time. <laughs> he scored against Spurs. Um, and he's he's. That's it. Yeah. You know there's a, uh, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah, play, you know, yeah. Solid. But he has been scoring two goals. <laughs> and he can yeah. he, he might He's score, in top four. Theo, he might score. Theo in. as a pundit. Yeah, he scored loads. <laughs> he's scored twice. He's got a high uh, goal percentage. <laughs> what does that mean? Game, game to goals quite high. <laughs> game to goals? Yes. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Unlike Messi. This is how I, I got, no, I got to get one. Before we end, Messi or Ronaldo? Um, well, I think I know the answer to her question. Oh, sorry, her answer. <sighs> this is just, uh, it's hard. You've got to put your neck it? out. That's... I think that I would pick Messi. That doesn't surprise me. She's a Man City fan, you know. But it's not even that. I just think. What do you mean? I know, but you know what? It's so hard because Ronaldo's incredible. He, I think he's like what he's most followed on Instagram as well. Not that that matters at all, but like as a global brand, <laughs> yeah. Ronaldo is massive. He's yeah. the one. But there's something about, like, I think Messi's more likable to me, I guess. And that's, I don't know. That, that's, and that makes, no, that's fine. That makes a lot of sense. It's very much a nature versus nurture. And, I'm, and, I, and you know what? I'm coming around the other side. Which is, which is nature versus nurture? Messi is nature. Ronaldo is nurture. Bought by growth hormones. Why you got to, why you got to bring growth hormones into it? I'm just asking. <clears throat> it's not totally nature, is it? No, it was helped. Yeah, no, yeah, but I feel like Messi. Oh, why, why? I'm at, no, because I'm asking if if that never happened, would he still be Lionel Messi? Do you reckon? Well, yeah, but did the growth hormones really affect him? Because he is still very small. He's five, <laughs> like he is five foot six or whatever, five foot eight. Yeah, he was, he was open to come away like six foot five, wasn't he? Well, whereas Ronaldo's like a six foot two. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you should know that. They have like life-size cutouts in your bedroom. Um. Anyways, Els, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it was Thanks amazing. for having me. Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, all, obviously, all your podcasts, all your links will be in the description down below. Make sure you go check That's them out. out. Reeve, anything else to add before we end off? No, that was a really enjoyable episode. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that one. Don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify. Yes. And uh, thanks to William Hill for obviously sponsoring this episode. Absolute legend. Um, and with that being said, we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts.